Good morning, Blues. This is Mike from Bolt from the Blue, the Bolt from the Blue podcast, and um, we're all very, very happy today. We've got Angelino in the back. We've got Rodri in the club. They're all in the building. It's absolutely wonderful. Our team is looking good, but I'm here just to offer a slight note of caution with regard to our defense. Guys, you have probably been following the Copa America. And you've seen the performances of Argentina. And I'm sure that you have probably been less than impressed by the performances of Nicolas Otamendi. And uh, as strong as our team is looking right now, I still think that we have issues in our defense. Can I hear an amen? Let me tell you my thoughts about this. We are so strong between the posts at goalkeeper. We have got, of course, Ederson and we have got uh, Bravo if he returns effectively from his Achilles tendon injury. We are fabulously stocked at left back because we have got, of course, Zinchenko and Garangelino. And uh, we've got Ben Mendy coming back from injury. Apparently, he will not be available for the preseason games, but he'll be back at some some point, you would imagine, before Christmas. And we all know what Mendy can do. We know the wonderful uh, assists uh, that he can provide. We're good at right back too. We've got Kyle Walker, of course. And uh, at the moment, we have Danilo, but... Um, there are, all of the reports are suggesting that we're going to get Cancelo. I've actually fired off a question to Duncan Castles because there was a piece on the Transfer Window podcast today about the fact that uh, Duncan and his uh, friends believe that this is going to happen very soon, that Cancelo is going to join. But I sent a question to Duncan basically requesting an answer to a question that they did not provide. Of course, Juventus have got Sarri now, and they're planning to adopt a different style of football to the one that we are used to from them. They have been traditionally based around a rock-solid defence. Sarri has been brought in to develop a different style of play. Under the influence of Paratici and Pavel Nedved, they want to win the Italian league, and they want to mount a challenge in the Champions League, but they want to do it with a little bit more style. That's why they brought in Sari. And I basically asked Duncan, and as soon as I get a reply, guys, I'll tell you. My question is, why do they want to let Cancelo go? He is an attacking fullback. Pep wants him, and of course, if Pep wants you, that's a sign that you're a very good player. I'm just a little bit confused as to why Juventus want to let Cancelo go. As soon as I, I hear back from Duncan on that, I will let you guys know as well. But anyway, our right-back position looks good. We have signed Rodri. What a wonderful guy he looks. And guys, you've seen the interviews, you've seen how well he speaks. You've heard everybody in Spanish football say that he is the natural successor in the Spanish team to Sergio Busquets. He's tall. He's going to give us an aerial presence that we did not have. He is positionally sound. He does not score many goals, but he is the guy who orchestrates the play. 
and he is a guy who is basically coming to join the manager who played in the position that he now plays. You all remember uh, Guardiola when he played, and he was the the pivot. Possibly not the most defensive pivot, but he was the guy who organized the play for Barcelona and for Spain for many years. So it seems that Rodrigo, or Rodri as we say, he will be able to provide that particular role for many years to come. And he's going to study under the best. He's going to be under uh, Fernandinho. And uh, guys, we all have learned during the course of the last few weeks that it seems that Pep and his team feel that Fernandinho will not just sit on the bench and watch Rodrigo play. Pep sees him as a potential centre-back, as well as being concerned with the promotion of Eric Garcia. But guys, this does leave a certain question to be asked about our centre of defence. Now, at the moment, of course, you know, we have John Stones and we have Laporte, the rock, the door, as it's translated in French. And uh, we also have Otamendi. And as I mentioned before, we have the possibility of Garcia and Fernandinho uh, standing by. But everyone assumes that we are going to buy a centre-back. And, uh, of course, all eyes have been on the situation with Slabhead from Leicester. But most City supporters don't want him. And there's a reason why they don't want him, guys. Although Maguire is good in the air, we're not going to deny that. And although we know that he can play the ball out... I'm not going to say he's adept at that, but he can certainly do that. A lot of people have expressed their doubts because we know, we've seen it, that Maguire can be beaten over his head and he can be beaten easily in one-to-one duels. We know that he's not fast. I can't imagine that he would be a very good partner for Laporte. Koulibaly has been ruled out. Costas Manolas has been ruled out, it seems. Delict is on his way to Juventus. Everyone seems to know that. So what are we going to do with our centre-back situation? As I just mentioned, Otamendi has not been very good for Argentina in the Copa America. And lots of our fans have question marks about Otamendi anyway. I mean, he was great the season before last, but last season he had a very so-so season. He was not trusted to perform the role in the centre of defence that much by Guardiola. And of course, all City fans know about his propensity to dive in. He's curbed that back in recent years. Guardiola and his team have been in his ears about that. But um, I'm just wondering whether now, at the age that Otamendi is, and given his performances in the Copa America, has Otamendi maybe fallen off a cliff? We know that uh, central defenders, when they begin to decline, they decline fast. It's not a gradual thing. They basically begin to perform very badly, very inconsistently. And we also, I I know I'm going to get some flack from this from, from some guys, but Uh, We have a problem with John Stones. John Stones, just like Kyle Walker, is fairly capable of falling down a black hole. That possibly could be down to his personal life situation. I don't know if you've been reading the the small newspaper reports, the ones that are not in the headlines, but apparently John has uh, split up with his uh, childhood sweetheart and he is getting a divorce. He's got himself a new girlfriend already, I believe. And that may have affected him. But, you know, we saw the performances against uh, Monaco. You remember that goal that uh, Falcao scored against us by basically, it wasn't a nutmeg exactly, but he made a fool of John Stones. And and, and John Stones has got this question mark about his defensive skills. He's a guy who can spread the ball very well. He started last season very well. He always starts the season well, it seems. 
but uh, I'm not sure that John Stones has the confidence of Pep Guardiola going into the next season. So we do need a new centre back now. Who is that going to be? Is he going to promote Garcia? Is he going to convert Fernandinho? Guys, with Pep, it's impossible to tell. There's no way to know that. But it seems certainly that if Otamendi leaves, as is widely predicted, and as he himself wants because he wants more regular game time, and perhaps the lack of regular game time, guys, is the reason why Otamendi has not been doing well. But with the loss of Otamendi and also company, City need a centre-back. And I do not think, and I'm not alone here, guys, I do not think that Harry Maguire is the answer. So who could be the answer, given the fact that City are not going to pay 80, 90, 100 million euros for any centre-back? One suggestion that I'm quite attracted to is the idea of Nathan Ake. He's at Bournemouth. Apparently, they will listen to bids of 40 million and above. That now seems like a good option. And uh, if you listen to Sam Lee and the other Manchester City correspondents, they will tell you that uh, Nathan Ake is maybe on the list, but he's not top of the list. Apparently, Harry Maguire is top of the list. But you saw, guys, you saw in the week that Manchester United had bid 70 million for Harry Maguire, and they, they, they were rejected with that bid. So what's clear is that, well, you, you saw that bit of 70 million, but I wouldn't take that at face value. I would say that United, given the way they've been operating, probably offered 70 million in total, but it was not a 70 million upfront cash offer. They probably offered something like 50 to 55 million with 15 million in um, add-ons or potentially gettable add-ons. Uh, and it seems that it will take more than that. Leicester do not need to sell. They've got Brendan Rodgers. They're ambitious. They know how vulnerable Arsenal and Manchester United are in their positions in the league. They want to hold on to their player. And um, I, along with uh, so many other City fans, will be happy if they do hold on to their player. Nathan Ake. Now, that's an interesting choice, guys. Uh, I don't know about you. He, he performed well against us. He's got a good reputation. He's certainly not got an outstanding reputation but the thing here is guys that he's young and he would be playing alongside Laporte if he got a position in the City team he would be trained by Pep Guardiola and Pep's team and he could we he's got a definitely got the defensive skills whether he's got the ball spreading skills that we need I don't know but I would say guys that City could do much worse than avoid the whole Harry Maguire extravaganza and go for Nathan Ake He's a Dutchman, has played for the Dutch national team. As I said before, he's young, he's teachable, and I think this is the way forward. So what I'm saying now is, guys, that although we have made huge strides forward, we have got Angelino, we've got Rodri, we also have heard from Sam Lee. If you've listened to the latest 9320 pod, apparently uh, Fabian Delft has cleared out his locker in the City Football Academy, so he's definitely going. The one change that we might see apart from Cancelo is that maybe just maybe City might go for Nathan Ake instead of paying over the odds for Harry Maguire so guys what do you think let me know these are my musings on uh, this particular day it's Friday 2:04 p.m. here in Seoul South Korea um, this is the Bolt from the Blue podcast my two colleagues uh, Prestwich Blue and also Ray uh, are active on Twitter, but we are going to be terribly active when the season begins, uh, when the preseason matches begin. 
as well. So you can catch us on the Bolt from the Blue podcast. You can also find us on our blog site at boltfromtheblue.live, which has uh, some great articles up there, especially the ones from Press Switch Blue. So guys, we'll be updating you as these things move along and any more reports uh, that we get. Um, As soon as I hear back from um, Duncan Castles and the guys at the Transfer Window podcast, we will update you on exactly why it is that Juventus want to let Cancelo go. So until then, we're going to finish off in the usual way and say, guys, have one on us, have one on me, and up the blues. Up the blues, guys. It's about time that your mind took a holiday